being holistic minded and being healthy holistically is starting to recognize that we are a temple, that our body is our temple, that our body is our vehicle through life. If we're not taking care properly of our vehicle, we are not functioning properly. Hi everyone and welcome to Superwoman Wellness. I'm Dr. Taz. I've made it my mission throughout my career in integrative medicine to support women in restoring their health using a blend of Eastern medical wisdom with modern science. In this show, I will guide you through different practices to find your power type and fully embody the healthiest and most passionate version of you. I'm here for you and I can't wait to get started. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superwoman Wellness, where we are determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. We talk a lot about women's health. We talk a lot about our children's health, but sometimes we don't think of family health as a unit, as a whole. And this is something that I have become more and more interested in the longer I practice and the longer I have an opportunity to serve different members of a family. So keeping that theme in mind, I want to bring to you Dr. Emma Wagner. She is specializing in chiropractic care, energy medicine, functional medicine, and nutritional coaching, all aimed at improving well-being and helping individuals lead healthier, more vibrant lives. Her holistic approach empowers clients to unlock their body's healing potential and experience increased vitality and wellness. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wagner. Well, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Taz. Very excited about being here with you today. Yes. And I think it's an opportune time, right? I don't think there's been another time where the family's been so kind of at risk. And, you know, as this probably airs, we're going to be in the middle or at least approaching holiday season and those type of things. And so family comes up a lot. What is family? What does it mean? How do we interact in a family and how do we strengthen a family? And so I would love just your perspective. How did you fall into the space about thinking about the family from a holistic perspective? And what does that even mean to you? So for me, really, it's more than family. I like looking at community and looking at how we are really beings that likes to be within each other space. And we need this, that socialization. So we live in a world where there's a lot of individualistic values and we're push, yeah. being pushed into thinking about ourselves, having a good job, having a good life. And people are really much more focused on their individuality and forget a little bit how we're part of community. And community is family, friends, neighbors. And for me, it's something that I love around Thanksgiving is to invite the people that don't have that support group and bring them in my house to celebrate the holidays. So that yeah. we can be more part of that community and recognizing the importance in that community in our life. So for me, family is small, but there's a need for a bigger space too. What has happened to the family in your perspective over time, both the smaller nuclear families and the wider community? What do you think, you know, in this individualistic pursuit, which I think has kind of failed to be a hundred percent honest. I think that you know, the excessive focus on family in Eastern culture and the highly individualistic approach in Western culture, neither one has the right solution. And neither. I think we need to course correct into the middle somewhere. But kind of what are you seeing from your so, perspective? You know, I'm a, little bit di- I'm a little bit different because I'm French and that's where ah, the accent yeah. comes from. And yep, so uh-huh. being French, we, we have a lot more values around family. Yeah. In, in my family, it's a very small family system. It was my mom, my grandma, my parents are divorced. So 
it creates a lot of issues there and a lot of separation. When when I started creating my family, I wanted to be like, I wanted my kids to love each other. I wanted to care for each other. My husband's family is very fusional and have kept tradition of meeting. And so every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, every Easter holidays, they meet and they have that system that they've been putting in place for over 50 years now, where they have that used to be coming together. And I find that coming together as a family for holidays and Thanksgiving is coming up and we're having 35 people coming to our house this year. Oh, wow. (laughs) My goodness. That's a lot. Who's cooking for that? (laughs) That's the beauty of it is everybody's cooking and every, it's a potluck and everybody brings something. So being the new in the family, everybody had roles and I was like, oh, I like making pies and I like pumpkin pie. And so my role is became to, to make pumpkin pie. So this year, because I'm a little bit more into health and wellness, I'm going to do a gluten-free, sugar-free pumpkin pie. And I'm curious to see how people are going to like it. But, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> but I love because it's what I've been seeing with those family meetings is that how at one point my kids were the younger ones. Yeah. And now the kids have grown up. My kids are 18 and 21. Mm-hmm. The older kids are now adults. Yeah, I see how life is continuing and I see that flow of life and how as a community, as a family, we're connected to each other and how we're helping each other grow and expand and evolve. Yeah, I love that. And I think I have that on my mind, too, is my kids are 14 and 16, but they still, you know, even as teenagers, they value these rituals of family so much. They look forward to Thanksgiving. They look forward to our, you know, our winter break. They look forward to birthday dinners. We've had two this week. And so, so these are things that bring us together. And I hope as they go away, it'll continue to bring us together as the nuclear family. What sort of though, you know, in your perspective, as you think about family, as you think about community, where does health and wellness fit into that conversation? I think it's like anything else. I think you have to be intentional. And I think when you're a mom, you're a little bit the director. And if it is your intention that will drive the well-being of your family. And if your intention is to be a busy mom with a career, there's definitely less time for your family and the wellness of your family. And so the role of the mom is to balance that personal, professional life, that's making sure that everybody is cared for. But in the same time, that mom is taken care of. I see because of this individualistic society we live in that moms have a lot of responsibility and they get very easily overwhelmed. And it comes the holiday and mom is already drained and so exhausted because she's not being taken care of. So maybe during these holidays, if we can talk to the other family members, maybe being thankful for mom and recognizing mom and helping mom a little bit more in their their duties so that they can enjoy those holidays and and keep on being able to have that intention and attention to keeping the family together. You bring up a really interesting point. I wonder what sort of feedback we're going to get on this, but I actually agree with you. So you very clearly stated that the mom is the driver of wellness within a family unit. And I would even venture to say within a community, you know, the practice I run is a family practice. We see everybody. It's, uh, you know, we have a couple of locations in Atlanta and we're growing into other markets. But the way the growth of the practice has taken place, it is usually the mom coming in either for herself or her child. 
and then bringing in the husband and the dad and the brother and all these other people and, and the grandma exactly the sisters exactly so if we as women are the center of wellness for our communities and our families but we ourselves are not taking care or well taken care of there's very little bandwidth and very little reserve to fulfill that role and i think one of the things that even i see and i've been thinking about is that Unfortunately, or fortunately, however we want to look at it, I actually think we have more capacity for it, which is why why we have this responsibility is that, you know, as we are planning our careers and as and I'm saying this as a very driven career woman, as we are planning our careers and as we are planning our lives, making space and time for the nurturing and the wellness of the family becomes really important, you know, but it begins with us. So if we're not creating those boundaries for ourselves, and if we're not really putting some of our own things into action, then we're not able to hold space for the rest. What exactly does USDA certified organic mean when it comes to skincare? Well, here's what it means. The product is free of synthetic additives like pesticides, chemical fertilizers, and dyes, and it was not processed using industrial solvents, irradiation, or genetic engineering, what we always know as non-GMO. USDA certified organic anti-aging products are uncommon because it requires a lot of work and care to create. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you about Purity Woods. Purity Woods' mission is to provide people with the cleanest and the most effective healthy aging and longevity products available. All of their products are USDA certified organic, non-GMO, free of anything artificial, free of toxic preservatives and synthetic additives like pesticides, chemical fertilizers and dyes, parabens, and of course, is cruelty-free and never tested on animals. Turn back time on the appearance of your skin with Purity Woods Age-Defying Dream Cream. Purity Woods is currently offering 17% off site-wide, but we have an additional 10% discount for our listeners for a total savings of 27%. Go to puritywoods.com backslash Dr. Taz or enter Dr. Taz, that's D-R-T-A-Z at checkout for an additional 10% off your first order thepuritywoods.com and enter Dr. Taz for a total of 27% off your first order. What do you tell career moms who are struggling with this? Like what's a way for them to manage the family, but also to manage themselves while still the responsibilities of career and, you know, maybe earning money and, and all this other stuff. There's definitely a need for family, for moms to make money today. We cannot yes, absolutely. We can't do it without it, right? So it's not saying to women stop working and take care of your kids. That does not work. It's not. Mm-mm. It's not feasible. So it's really about finding that balance and recognizing that nothing has to be perfect. That we can ask for support. And I think a lot of the moms today have a hard time asking for support. A lot of moms, their moms live far away. I know for me, when I, my kids were younger. My mom lived an hour and a half away. My mother-in-law lived 5,000 kilometers away on the other side Mm of the universe. So it was really hard for me as a young mom to have support. And thankfully, my husband stepped up and we were co-parenting a lot. And it was really 
really good for that. And so that got him to be very much more connected with our kids. And he has such a beautiful relationship with our kids now that for me, every man should want that relationship. So it's recognizing that women need to be working and that all that family responsibility should not fall only solely on mom's shoulders. And so if she needs to ask for help, she needs to ask her partner for help, she needs to ask your grandparents for help, she needs to allow the grandparents and especially dad's grandparents to help. And I find that it's hard for stepmother-in-laws <laughs> to be involved. So I'm like, I think I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about myself as a younger mom and my mom wasn't as hands-on as my husband's mom, who was very hands-on and helped me. But there was always a little bit of resistance on my part. And I'm not really sure why, you know, I don't really know why that was there. I think because maybe culturally. And probably trust too. I think we trust our mom so naturally. Yeah. But your husband's mom, you don't have the same relationship with. So you're not sure if she's going to have the same values. She's going to do the same thing. Will she give sugar? Will she, right. Will she... <laughs> yes. I, was, I just remember, ethanol and gluten-free. She never understood gluten-free and it used to drive me nuts, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, in the big scheme of things, and I wish, I hope younger moms are listening, but like the lesson I would give to them is use everyone you have. You know? Use everyone you have, even if it's a neighbor, even if it's a teacher. We are more supported than we think. We think we have to be doing everything by ourselves. I think there's so much pressure being put on the woman today to be yeah. a carrier, to have a life, to do everything, to take care of the kids, to have girlfriends, to go out. And we have to do it all. But in doing it all, we can do it all. We just have to have a support group and we have to lean on others. We need this community. We definitely do. And I think that leads to one of the points you made in some of the notes you sent to me is managing stress and family dynamics. I think, you know, stress is a big part of modern families today and it's because they are trying to do it all. And I would even venture to say, even when you have an amazing husband that steps up, you know, sometimes that's still not enough. And what that does, and we've seen it due to a lot of the families that we're around, you know, everyone's got like jobs to do with the kids, but there's still no nurturing time for the couple and for them to nurture their relationship. So I think, you know, it is about the husband stepping up and it's also about, you know, hire help if you need to bring relatives in if you need to. I don't know why women are so resistant to hiring help. I know one patient looked me straight in the eye and he was driving all over the city, sending kids to three different schools. And I'm like, well, why don't you hire someone to help you? She's like, oh, you know, the women in our family, we don't hire out help, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, that's why your cortisol is out of control and uh-huh. your thyroid's crashing. But, but I don't and know I what th- that's And, and I think that's what it is. I think it's in that individualization world that we live in and we're putting so much pressure on ourselves and, and thinking we have to be able to do it all by ourselves. And it's, it's a little bit of a pride. We're prideful. We want to be capable. We don't want another woman to look at us and be like, what? You have a driver driving your right. kids? What? You right. have a cook cooking for your kids? Yeah. It sounds bad. For me, it's like, no, you're doing great. And we need to encourage people getting support. Absolutely. Because I think what we need to understand, is not how much you're doing, but how present you are in the moments that you have available. Yeah. And I think that's the mistake I made. I've been there where I did it all, cooking, emailing, whatever, 50 lists a day, that type of thing. But now when I look back at pictures of the children being younger, I'm like, 
was I present? Was do, I don't remember. There's a lot I don't remember, you know? So my advice would be like, you know, and what we're doing is we're sort of painting this picture. So my advice would be all women out there, please understand that we are, and we will continue to be, no matter what happens, the center of a family, the driver and the director, you know, yeah. in terms of wellness and health of the family, a family's only as healthy. I've been saying this for years as we are, but if we don't have bandwidth, then of course we do them all a disservice. And then secondly, you know, neither one of us are saying stop working. You're seeing all these TikToks now of like, I want a slow life. I want to stay home. I want to cook. I want to do this. Staying home is not a viable option for women anymore. I feel like the world is very unpredictable. I feel like relationships can be unpredictable. There's no guarantee in life. And even if you find the most perfect partner, you never know what life is going to throw at you. And so being financially independent is not just for the safety of your family. It also harbors and protects your self-esteem and your mental health. You know, so many women who don't have that mentally don't do really well. So I think understanding that that's the paradigm and how do we balance it and how do we protect all the members of the family? I think we we really evolved for the time of our grandmother where our grandmother were staying home and taking care of the family and that was their job and they were respected to this time now where we have to be working, we have to be making money. And not only it's it's not just for being not a mom anymore, but it's to be because it's fulfilling to have a job. It's, it's fulfilling. fulfilling. Yes. Especially totally. when like you and me were doctors and we're helping people create better life and totally engage them in different ways. So for me, coming here, it feels really good. When I was pregnant with my second one, when I told my husband, I'm like, for the first one, I didn't really take any time off because the situation was challenging. And my husband become the home dad and yeah, I was the yeah. working mom. When my second came in, I was like, I want to stay a stay-at-home mom. I want to take care of my daughter. I want to be there for her. And after six months, I was like, I'm ready to go back to work. And he's like, what? You said you wanted to take a year off. I'm like, I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In diapers, talking baby talk, right. spend an hour feeding them was not my my dream life. Right. And I was right. missing coming to the office, taking care of people, having adults expanded conversation on yeah. how the world works. And I think you need this. And there's some mom that don't need it and it's okay. But there yeah. are some moms that needs to have that career that life outside of home and I think we need to be able to balance both and like you said it's just like it's that intentional and it's that that support and we can do all of it together hi there superstars I have an exciting announcement my new book the hormone shift balance your body through midlife and menopause is out this October and is available for pre-order right now wherever books are sold Most women, let's be honest, have been led to believe that entering midlife means existing at the complete mercy of her mysterious hormones for the next decade. When we take our concerns to our doctors, we're told that our debilitating symptoms are normal or we're fine or it's in our head. I'm here to tell you that fine is not good enough. I want women to thrive through every life stage. So I've devised a hormone reset plan that blends the best of Eastern and Western medicine together to bring your body back into balance, minimize unwanted symptoms, and have you feeling like yourself again. It's not you, it's your hormones. 
Are you ready to thrive? Go to prh.com backslash the hormone shift to pre-order your copy right now. I think young women don't ask these questions before entering relationships. I think, you know, we need to advise our daughters, younger women, like when you enter a relationship, you should have discussions around, well, what is a work situation going to look like? What is support once children come around going to look like? Maybe you don't need to take a job a hundred miles away from your mom or from your family. Maybe that's not the best idea if you're going to have a super busy partner and you're going to be busy too, you know? So I think really looking, you know, ahead and strategically planning and understanding that there is stress within the family unit, no matter how good everybody is, there is stress within the family unit by these demands. And how are you going to tackle that? And what is the support that you're going to put in place? And that should drive where you live, you know, what you decide to do, what your hours are going to be, all those different things. And I think we we think reactively, right? We do the opposite. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves in a situation and then we're like, crap, like, oh my survive. God. Survive, survive, survive. Exactly, exactly. So, so, for me, this is really what, I really agree with what you're saying. And I'm going to say it a little bit differently, but it's that idea about being intentional. I think yeah. we live in a world where we're focused on entertainment. And so we like scrolling, we like, and yeah. we don't plan ahead. And I think for being healthy holistically, Mm-hmm. that it's mom, the kids, or anybody else, you have to be intentional. You have to be putting a plan in action. I love meal planning for the family. I love planning ahead of time. What are you going to do for Christmas? What are you going to right. plan vacation? Just adding right. fun activities throughout the week, throughout the year, game nights. Oh, yeah. A, it's a really good way. So every Thursday is game night. You know what's going on and you can invite friends and the kids' friends over and family friends over so that there's bigger community. But when you start being mixing together and planifying and being intentional about creating that community, it starts flowing. It starts being easier. Yeah, I love that. And I think we live in community. We need community. Our community begins at home and then we need to create bandwidth so that we have the ability to engage outside of community. Where does nutrition and exercise fit in into we're trying what we are trying to do for all of you listening and watching is create a holistic family plan. So where does nutrition and exercise fit into this holistic family planning? I mean, for me, being a holistic minded and being healthy holistically is starting to recognize that we are a temple, that our body is our temple that our body is our vehicle through life. If we're not taking care properly of our vehicle, we are not functioning properly. In terms of digestion, the only thing you can control is what food goes into your mouth. And that's Mm -hmm. nutrition. So if you eat with that intention, you're going to eat crap. If you eat to be healthy, to be having energy, to be creative, to have have a good life you will make different choices in life and because you're intentional about it and so Mm. the food that's going into your mouth is going to be different so of course nutrition is very important and i always recommend whole food nutrition i ask people to pay attention to their sugar and their wheat because we know that they've been transformed in the united states over the years and so those foods are not food anymore what about in France and Europe? It hasn't been affected there as much? It's not as much. We're starting to see in France more 
that gluten issue because it's more industrial food that is coming. So I mean, it's not necessarily a gluten, gluten issue. It's more a glyphosate issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably talk about this a lot already yes. and, and yes, the need yes, for detoxifying yes. from it. So it's nutrition is so important, but it's also eating with love, surrounded yeah. by love because yeah. you can eat. I see a lot of people today eating good food, but they're eating in front of their iPad or their phone, watching the news, looking at images of war. And when you eat with those images in your mind, something different happens in your body. Mm-hmm. When you eat surrounded by love in a higher energy field, it feels different in your body and the body will transform that food differently. We so have studies that show that too. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's important to not just focus on the nutrition and, and the pieces of food that you're going to put in your mouth, but also the energy that we're eating that food in. So you, the second part of that question was exercise. Our yeah. body is made to move. We're not made to sit at a desk. I had a patient this morning. She's like, I sat for eight hours yesterday. I oh. sat for four hours before my appointment today. I'm like, there is solutions. You don't have, your body is not made to be sitting all the time. We're here to be in movement. So I am lucky because I have a job where I move a lot around, but I still work out in the morning. I still stretch a lot at night because I want my body to be able to expand and function properly. Without movement, your body cannot work properly. Using movement to connect families is a very good way. A family that work out together is a family that connects together better. So Don't hesitate to take your kids on a bike ride, to take your kids on a hike, to go on vacation and do more adventurous action. Like we did ziplining with my kids uh, on last vacation in Mexico. It was so fun. And we didn't want to just be in a hotel room and just lounge at the pool and do nothing. We wanted to be active. And the kids loved it. And it created so much bonding between our family just to Mm -hmm. do those activities and being an active family. Yeah. I think all of that's so important and it creates activities that you guys can do even after they leave and they look forward to it for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think all of that is so important. What other tips would you give moms out there at any stage when they are trying to think through their families and create really a holistic family plan? We've covered a lot already, but any kind of last tips before we leave you today? For me, it's like, don't stress it. You're doing so much already as a mom. It's already hard enough. Don't stress it. Put in place small things that you can be making sustainably. So if it's about making lunch, choose better lunch. Mm-hmm. If it's about dinner, make simple dinners. You don't have to cook fancy, fancy meal. Make right. easy, simple food that are healthy and good. Exercise. Don't go exercise by yourself. Do it with your kids. So don't stress it out. It can be very simple and very easy. I love have that. Have fun with yeah. it. Yeah. We've forgotten how to have fun the, the, the family, This, this right? is not a, one more duty. I don't want it to sound like it's a duty. It's something else. You have to be doing. Right. This is something that should feel good, that should open your heart, that should want to make you hug your family more. I like that. And I would warrant, I would put this out too for all the moms out there, because again, I've been guilty of this. You do not need to be the same person at work that you are at home. Those are two different skill sets. So don't run your home like a drill sergeant and be the drill sergeant at work if that's what needs to happen there. But don't bring that into the home. The home energy is very different. 
It's more fluid, more yin, more nurturing. It's softer. And I think those of us that are used to seeing a goal, accomplishing a goal, and thinking that everybody needs to align with that goal, and this is the road to the goal, when they bring that within the home and they try to impose that on their marriage or on their children or things like that, then it's just a lot of tension. So just remember, if you're a go-getter, if you are like, you know, in my last book, I talked about power types. If you're that boss lady power type, you're, you know, just a hard charger, do that stuff at work. Home needs a different kind of energy and that expression of your yin or more feminine energy for sure. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been so good to talk to you. If folks want to learn more about you, you, how do they find you? So I'm Dr. Emma Wagner. I have a website uh, called St. Clementi Vitality Center. It's the website for our wellness center. So St. Clementi Vitality Center, located in St. Clementi, California. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking time out today for all of you headed into the holidays, thinking about family coming out of the holidays remember our role in the family unit and work to really optimize your own health because the entire family benefits. And then you also benefit from being able to nurture and love your family as you want to. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. I will see you guys next time. Don't forget you can rate and review this and share it with your friends and I'll send you a free bottle of booze. 